What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show where the D stands for Deep Ties with Dalton. I'm your host Dalton Leno and I'm coming at you with another episode here this week. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. Welcome. Um, If you're just joining me for the... (laughs) What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show where the D stands for Deep Ties with Dalton. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Weekly D Show, where the D stands for Deep Dies with Dalton. I'm your host, Dalton Leno, and I'm coming at you with another episode here this week. If this is your first time joining me, welcome. If you've been rocking with me since day one, I appreciate you. We are deep into some episodes now. Um, I've been happy with the consistency. I've been nailing them each week since the start of this year, which I'm pumped about. Um, if you guys aren't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, if you aren't following me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. And yeah, that's all I got. Before we dive in, I'm going to take a sip of this coffee with, with the D logo on it. Represent. Um, what I want to talk about today is I'm going to dive into my current injury situation. Um, I've been talking about, you know, making a little podcast on this um, to give more context around it. For those of you who have been following me along on my my ultra marathon journey of the, you know, the goal of hitting a 100 kilometer trail run um, sometime this year, hopefully. And then more recently signing up for my first 50k trail run, which is coming up May 29th. It's a sulfur spring um, 50k, which is in um, you know Hamilton, Ontario, and I'm super excited to dive into that first race that I've done in a while. But of course, after I have committed to that, I have experienced a little bit of an injury, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Because injuries suck, man. They suck, and they're annoying, and they affect everyone. Even though I help people get back from injuries to do things like run ultra marathons, when it happens to you, it sucks. Um, and this has happened to me before, so I'm having a little IT band um, issue. So it's essentially the distal IT band, which is just the IT band that inserts down onto the knee. So it's like the outside of my knee. Um, it gets irritated when I run. Like it's literally just running. I can squat. I can. I can walk. I can. I did the CrossFit Open. I did three CrossFit workouts. No issues. No knee pain. Nothing like that start to run about three, five K in, starts to come on, builds, 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 gets worse um, to the point where I just I have to stop um, or I choose to stop. I could probably continue to push, but not the best option. Um, and it's annoying, man. It's annoying because I went from running 30 plus kilometer runs to now barely being able to do 5K without getting pain. Um, and this has happened to me when I was building for my first marathon. Similar thing. Um, this one, though, this time around, it's a little bit more variable. Like, it's not as consistent. It's not as easy to manage, which sucks. Um, but I do have an idea of how I'm going to get through it, which I'm going to share with you guys. Um, but why I think this happened, a couple reasons. Reason number one, um, one week, the weather was really bad. It was super windy. Um you know, the trails were really icy, probably not the best conditions to be out in. So I decided that I wasn't going to run on the trails and I spent a lot of time on the treadmill. So I ran four of my five runs that week on the treadmill with my long run being 21 kilometers. 
um, on the treadmill, which is the most I've ever run on a treadmill before. It's like half marathon distance. And I think that is what triggered um, the issue. So I had a little bit of pain going into that run, but nothing that I hadn't experienced before. Continue to build, I pushed through it. Probably should have stopped, but I pushed through it. And I finished out that week of training and it was a little off, but I felt like, okay, I'm probably gonna come around. And then the next run that I did the following week, it was my first training run back on the trails and it was not a good experience and that just triggered it and it got a lot worse. So I think the change in um, running terrain um, that I haven't been used to, which was the treadmill, I ran a lot of kilometers on it. My knee wasn't ready to tolerate that and it flared up that area. And with this type of injury, it's like once that area gets irritated or inflamed, it's very hard to calm it down specifically when you run, which is what I need to do. Um, the other thing that I think I may have done, I don't wanna say wrong, but I could have done better, um, and this is something that I'm learning as I dive into farther running, is I was probably building my kilometers a little bit too quickly. Um, more just spending time running at more volume. So for example, like I built up progressively, like I would go from like 25 to 27 to 28 to 32. So I was slowly progressively building up each week and my volume, my total volume of kilometers each week was not aggressively jumping up. Um, and up, up to this point, I felt really good with how my build was going, how my body was feeling. But, you know, after kind of reflecting on it, I think what I need to do a better job of is just not, once I get up to higher thresholds for myself, like kilometers that I haven't really experienced before, which are these like 30, 32 kilometer runs, 28 kilometers, like I haven't run that much um, at that high of distances. I think I need to not build this quickly. Um, and I need to spend more time running at those volumes. So for example, like having my long runs be somewhere between 28 to 32 for a longer period of time. Cause what happens is like, once you get to that upper threshold of your ability, usually when you have injuries, when you exceed that threshold, you get a response. And what I think I need to do is I need to spend more time just at that threshold for a longer period of time so that my body can adapt to that, my tissues can adapt to that, and I don't run into these like repetitive strain type injuries. So those are the two things that I think really impacted it. The other thing, maybe if we add a third, um, was that I was I was I was a bit fatigued. Like I'd been having a good build. I I was planning on well, I did deload a bit during that week that I actually hurt myself, but I probably could have deloaded a little bit more. Um, and let myself recover. And again, this is something that I'm working on and learning as I run more. It's like, how much do I need to deload? How often? What does that look like? So it's all a learning process. I'm gonna take this information from like what happened and what caused it to make it better going forward. Um, which is, it's honestly, as weird as it sounds, it's exciting to me, it helps me learn. Um, for myself and it helps me learn how to help other people that are gonna be going through this, which um, you know, I do see people on a frequent basis with like running related injuries. So all in all, it's a good learning experience, but now I want to transition a little bit into, you know, how I'm, how I'm approaching this injury, what I'm going to do about it from a physical standpoint and then a mental standpoint, which is like a lot tougher for me than I thought. And I think it's something that doesn't get addressed maybe as much when people are recovering from an injury. 
Um, but from the physical standpoint, essentially what I did is I, you know, I backed off quite a bit, gave myself to, some time to rest, um, which wasn't that long. Like I took a couple days, like I think three or four days before I got back out and did my first run. And what my plan was to do was to go out and run until my symptoms kind of came on to try to figure out where that threshold was. And then I was going to use that as my baseline threshold and just continue to kind of gradually expose myself to that. So that's one one side of it from a running standpoint. I'm not just not going to run for months. This is not how you approach something like this. Um, I want to find that threshold and build off of it. And so I tried to do that. And what I found is that it was coming on at invariable times. Like it wasn't consistent. It was like one run it would come on around like, you know, three, four K in another run. It would come around five, six K in another run. It would come in at two K. So that idea I kind of had to rejig to more of like just a total time on my feet. Um, and me kind of setting a, a pain threshold that I felt comfortable running in. Um, and then I'm not going to exceed that. And so I started to do that in a, in a run walk option. So I would run, I started out running for three minutes, walking for one minute and doing that for rounds until I reached a certain um, time. So where I'm at right now is I've built on that. I'm running a five and one. So five minutes run, one minute walk. And my next run, maybe when this podcast comes out, is going to be around um, 12k and so I would run walk that until I got to the 12k mark as long as my knee discomfort stays within um, the set kind of pain threshold that I've put for myself which I've established based on knowing that I feel comfortable doing it and knowing that um, if I reach that threshold when I stop or I recover it's not going to linger or affect me into the next day and so that comes with a little bit of experimenting. And then I, the idea of this is just to continue to build on it until I get back to being able to run, um, you know, continuously without getting too much, you know, discomfort. And then obviously continuing to build up my kilometers. The tough part with this is it's hard to know exactly when that's going to happen and how that's going to go. But that's why it's constantly evaluating where the situation is at. With my past injury, by the time I got back to like that 12 to 15K mark from a running standpoint, things started to come around. I felt really good and I was able to get back into like my consistent training. I don't know what it's going to be like this time around. I'm hoping that we're getting close to being able to do that. But again, it's hard to tell. So that's the running plan standpoint. The other thing is from an exercise standpoint, you know, these there are ways to load this area um, to help build up that tolerance which theoretically should help translate over to me um, being able to run more without getting discomfort essentially. So some of the things that I'm doing for that are just like IT band loaded exercises. I'm going to go a little bit physio here. The foam roller thing, not going to help. Um, might even actually make things a little bit more uncomfortable. So not doing any foam rolling of the IT band. I am loading it through mobility drills and, um, you know, some strengthening drills. So for quick examples, um, you know, I'm doing like an active pigeon type exercise that's more mobility based. Um, I'm doing things like a curtsy step down. I'm doing things like a, a lateral lunge. I'm doing like a lateral step down to kind of load my knee in the range of motion that I'm going to get in running. Um, I'm doing 
some pogo hopping to start getting that like repetitive load back in and that's where I usually notice the pain is when I'm doing that in the running. Um, so I'm starting to, to implement some of that into my training. Um, so essentially just finding things that I know are going to load that area of my knee and gradually build on that so the tissues can build tolerance um, and I can feel good moving into my runs. Um, if you guys are dealing with anything like that, if you're dealing with an injury, like an IT band injury or something like that, and you're having issues with it and you don't know how to address it, um, shoot me a DM. I'd be more than happy to like talk with you and help you through it, give you more details. If you're interested in like more of the nitty gritty of this, um, also feel free to reach out to me. I have no problem diving deeper on it. Um, but I just know people don't really care that much about um, all this physio stuff. So that's kind of the basics of how I'm doing it from a loaded standpoint and a running standpoint. Those things together combined, I think are going to be my ticket back to um, not being injured anymore. The, the other part of it is like the mental mind mindset of it all. Um, and this is, this is challenging, right? Like I, again, I, I help people through these things daily, but when it happens to you, it really, really kicks you um, when you're down, you know, and, for me mentally to accept that I'm going from running like 30 kilometers to not being able to even run five kilometers really, really hits me hard because um, it just makes me feel like I'm not doing anything and that sucks. And I also have something that I'm training for um, that's coming up. So a race on the map that I, that I want to and need to be prepared for. And now I have this injury where I need to back off. I don't think it's going to impact me from doing that race, but if this continues to linger longer than I than I'd like, it might. So that frustrates me. Um, running has been like an amazing um, mental clarity piece for me. So that has been you know shot because I can't really run long. Um, so all of those things factor into to your to your recovery and, and can can mess with you. The good thing with this is that I've still been able to train because I can still strength train. I can still ride the bike. I've been doing a little bit more like CrossFit type conditioning because my knee can tolerate that, can continue to get my heart rate up. But I want to be running and I need to be running, um, and I can't do that, and that definitely gets me down. Um, and it helps me, you know, understand where people are coming from when they're they're dealing with injuries. But what I do to try to reframe this, um, once I've once I've uh, complained enough, which I do a lot of that, I'll complain quite a bit. Um, I'll bitch about it quite a bit, and then eventually I got to pull myself out of it. Um, and kind of, you know, what I do to reframe this mentality is is kind of similar to what I touched on in the podcast when um, I was talking about going through that tough run is I, I first just break it down, I accept it, and then I break it down into small parts. So it's like, okay, part number one, we gotta get back to being able to run, in my mind, at least 10 to 12K continuously without getting any issues. All right, that's goal number one, how do we get there? Okay, we gotta break it down, we gotta try to see, can I tolerate three kilometers continuous running without any pain? Nope, can't do it, okay, let's break it down into run walks, see if I can make that work, that's where I'm at right now. And then from there, it's just taking all that energy and all that focus that you put towards your training when you're injury free, and you put towards your rehab and being like, okay, I need to do this to the best of my ability because this is gonna allow me to get back to running 
for the training plan, which is what I want to be doing, which brings me joy, brings me fulfillment, all that good stuff. So breaking it down into kind of smaller parts and having those kind of goals that you want to hit along the way um, makes it, you know, so much easier. The other thing around it is finding another outlet, specifically if you use training as a mental release or, you know, a, a thing that helps your, you know, your mental health, try and have a different avenue that you can go to to get that so that you don't lose that aspect of your life. Um, you know, so for me, running was a big part of that. Now I'm focusing more on like getting my mental kind of clarity just from doing walks. So I'll do, I'll do longer walks or I'll do more frequent, excuse me, walking, um, that gives me that mental kind of clarity piece that I'm looking for. Not as good as running, but it keeps me, um, in check. And then the last thing is like, know that this is going to pass. This is going to get better. You're going to get out of it. You're in a tough spot right now. You're kind of at the bottom of that, that valley and need to work yourself up out of it. Um, it will pass. You will get through it. Um, you just got to be consistent and hit those small little goals, moving you back towards the main focus. And if what you need to do in order to get you out of that valley, help you set up those goals and all that stuff is get help from someone, then you need to do so. Um, right now I'm trying to manage this on my own just because I know a lot about this stuff already. So, um, I feel like I have the skills and the knowledge and the ability to do it on my own, um, for now. However, I have no, I have no issues with reaching out to, you know, another physio or someone else to help guide me through this because I know I'm going to choose the easy way out sometimes, or I'm going to choose way, choose things that maybe I shouldn't be doing. So I might need that guidance, but for now, I'm going to try to do it on my own. But for you, if you're in, you know, an injury situation, or this could be any other situation in which you're having a hard time with and you're trying to get to a particular place, get someone to help guide you. Um, even if you know enough about these things, having someone to hold you accountable, to give you an outside perspective, um, to make sure that you're doing the right things and heading in the right direction is so, so important. Um, so I would encourage you to do that. So from a mental side of things, that's what I would um, I would focus on. So breaking it down into small parts, small little goals, so that you can get those like little wins over and over again. Um, the other the other thing is like find something to replace that thing that you have lost. So in this case for me, it was running for my mental clarity. Now I'm going to replace that more with more walking to still get that. And then lastly, um, knowing that this will pass, that you will come out of the valley and you will come up and over the top of the mountain and get back to where you want to go, it will, you will get there. If you're stuck and you're having trouble and you can't get out on your own, don't be afraid to ask someone to help guide you along the way. So that's just to summarize the, uh, the mental side of things. But yeah, I think that puts some, some context into it, uh, into the injury and kind of what I'm thinking about. I'll try to keep you guys updated, um, as we go through it. Um, yeah, that's all I got. If you guys aren't following me on Instagram, head over there, follow me, dlano.93. I'll post some stuff about my running, on my stories, on my page. Um, if you guys aren't subscribed to the show, subscribe to the Weekly D Show on your podcast platform. That's where you'll get the episodes from me. Um, and then lastly, if you guys have any topics, thoughts, questions, anything like that for me, I'd love to, to riff on them um, for an episode. So shoot me a DM with those. And uh, yeah, as always, guys, remember to dig deep. I love you. Peace.